live from the respective places we are. Welcome to Just Meaningful Plastic Quick Step Reactions. You know what? I don't care. I don't care anymore. It's Katie. It's Megan. It's producer Chris. Woohoo! It's finale night, everyone! We have a season 31 Mirrorball champion. We have said some goodbyes. Chris maybe watched some segments. I mean, truly, what a wild finale we have all endured. Truly. Just wild. So how's everybody feeling? Not not bad. Uh-huh. Do you feel underwhelmed by the ending of how it was done? Yeah. Yeah, because it was garbage. Yeah, I do. Yeah. We'll like, talk about it. It couldn't have been done worse. Yeah, no, not wrong. Not wrong. Difficult for me to come up with a worse scenario. If Tyra had read things well, incorrectly well. and named the wrong champion. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine. She, she would too. So. She would. Oh, the riots we'd have had. Oh, well, anyway, I anyway. mean. Should we get it out of the way? Probably. Do you feel happy about who won? I do. I really do. I really, really, I really do. Very nervous in the final couple of seconds. So was I. Megan, how are you? Very relieved. Very relieved. (laughs) Relief more than anything. I was terrified. (laughs) I was too. I genuinely texted like seven different people and was like, I need you to text this thing to this phone number ten times right now. I logged into our Disney Plus account to vote. Thank you. And I voted Thank for Gabby you. ten times. Yeah, that makes sense. She's your girl. There's no way. There's no. There's her? no way. I I voted for Charlie ten times. Oh, you're so sweetheart. Katie, I watched her freestyle. I was like, yeah. great. Oh my gosh, can't wait to talk about the freestyle. Let's talk. Let's start with the freestyle. <laughs> let's just jump right in. Charlie's freestyle. Only thing we're going to talk about for the next ninety minutes. And then I'm going to say thank you. Good night. <laughs> so Megan, now that she won, will you commit to Charlie as the baby name? It it's. I mean, it's a strong contender. You know. Okay. So it's back in. It's back in the game for Charlie. We love Charlie. Charlie is our queen. This baby should be lucky. <laughs> to be as beloved. Like Charlie, yeah. <laughs> if this baby is named Charlie, will you commit to re- like changing your name to Heidi? No. <laughs> That's no for me. You could be a great Heidi. Heidi was my grandma and grandpa's cat growing up. I can't be Heidi. Oh, that's the only reason why it's out. Yes. I can't have the same name as my grandma and grandpa's dead cat. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I don't know why there are still questions. 
so should we do it? Should we just jump on in? Do we want to yeah. only talk about the dances or do we want to talk about some of the production flow decisions of the night? We can, like, mention them. Did I take notes on them? No. But it is kind of funny. I don't remember the exact order, but did we, was the first thing, the first four eliminated dance? Oh, yeah. It was, it was, (laughs) (laughs) there are no words. (laughs) (laughs) So we started with an all pro dance, which is fine. Kick us off. Tyra walks out. Alfonso walks out. Like, you know, whatever. Could have done without it. We intro our four contestants. And then they're like, and now let's look back at the first four weeks. And so we did. We literally looked back on every single week. And mm-hmm. then they were like, and now let's bring out our first four eliminated couples so they can all dance the four of them together for you guys with their pros. Because that feels like a great, great idea and a great way to kick off the excitement for the night. Yeah. I mean, starting off on such a high. (laughs) Who was the worst? Um, I mean, (laughs) it's hard to pick. (laughs) Probably, you know, the very worst was the guy whose name I still don't remember who went home first. Jason Lewis. Excuse me. He was a dark horse for the crown. Yeah. So sorry, the hunk. That's what I should have said. <laughs> no one, I can say of the four of them, and like it's been a while since they left, but if you were wondering, no, none of them showed an ounce of improvement <laughs> since the time they left. They were not practicing at home. That's for sure. So... I mean, just what a way to start a finale. Wow. Big bang at the beginning. It was so bad. It was so bad. Were there any any good returner dances? No. I mean, none of them were, like, great. But definitely skill-wise, as we got to the later weeks, it wasn't, like as painful to watch but they were all like very boring and unnecessary and Mm -hmm. offered us nothing just so you know megan back in the day when they would do two night finales oftentimes like couples would get solo spots so you had to sit through so much more that's terrible we only had one solo from a couple who went home today that was well deserved I'm not mad at it. Who was it? We'll get there when we get there. I have some thoughts. Oh, on I it. thought we were just gonna get rid of like all the like not couple things. Oh no, I thought we were gonna just do like the show flow. Oh well, I did not put that one down or take notes on it. So so let's I, do it now. I know when everything happens. I have show flow written down. <sighs> Mixed opinions. Katie's head judge today, I guess. So Yeah, I am. So first up... <laughs> a twist ending to the season. Katie swoops in. <laughs> I've been the dark horse silently bidding my time. But enough about that. Katie Clay is the hunk of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's about time I received my title and my mirror ball and my head judge. 
all in one scoop. So first up, Shangela and her partner Glub in the redemption round doing a quick step to Queen Bee. It was originally done week two and it scored a 28. So Megan, was this an improvement? I think it was definitely an improvement. There was an intro that felt a bit lengthy. Yep. It's kind of like, okay, let's let's get to that quick step, am I right? But nonetheless, I thought it was good. She had good energy, of course. Always a good performance. There was definitely at least one misstep, a bit of a stumble, or yeah. I don't know. She got off a little bit, but overall, I liked it. That should have been the way we started the finale. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But better late than never. Correct. I had time in between, like, before the show started, that I actually did go back and watch everyone's originals of the Redemption round. So I can confirm this one was vastly improved. She looked much better in hold, which all the judges commented on that. And, like, I definitely had moments that I just loved. Like, there was one where it was, like, a tight shot on her face, and then it was, like, bam, explosion of movement, and she just nailed it. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the Intro was quite lengthy. They introduced props, uh, had like an element of like, ooh, can anything happen here? And nothing that exciting did. And that's fine. Not everyone drops the cane. So. <laughs> it's good though. Good yeah. stuff. And then Tyra, this is again just with like the pacing problems. Like, we get the judges' comments, and then Tyra's like, oh, yeah, Derek was going to do a dance with Haley, but she got injured yesterday, so we're not going to see that at all today. Alfonso, like, it just, I, the information delivery. It's like they had mentioned last week that Derek and Haley would be performing, but I don't think anyone like wrote it down. No one took note of it. It didn't really need to be mentioned no they're not performing and that's fine i think it's okay to mention it but then that means you had extra time at the end we'll get to how they produce the end later just like don't mention it in between judges comments and going up to like it just felt like a weird time wait for more of a break in the show and then you can bring no i think that's the kind of time you do it like that's back in the day when tom would say like teasers for things coming up or mentioning the band or doing that so i think that's a perfectly natural time to do it i think with tom you are correct i think with tyra and the way that she delivers information you are incorrect okay but but that's too pronounced it's too like awkward it it just completely takes the flow out of it okay but that's on that's on delivery and that's yeah. not the fault of, like, the producer saying, here's what you should say here. And if she just bumbles it because she's awful at her job, which she shouldn't have. And I love the fact that she used to make models read teleprompters and be like, wow, you couldn't read that. And then I, watching her today, there were three times she just totally misspoke what was clearly written on a teleprompter. I'm fine blaming Tyra. Tyra basically is the reason for all things bad in this show in my mind so yeah so shangela scores a 36 out of 40 straight nines 
just... We did just as good of a job as Tyra did. <laughs> then we moved along to our second quick step in the redemption round. We had Wayne Brady and his partner, Whitney Carson, doing a quick step to Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher and Higher. Originally done week six when he was sick and scored a 44 out of 50. Len was their judge for the redemption round, and it did make me emotional watching him, like, help them in their package, because it's just it's the last time Len's ever going to do it. It is. We love Len. We love Len. But with this redemption dance, did you think this quick step was higher and higher? You know, I think, I think I did. Um, It was a little slow at times, but I think that allowed for them to show good control in their movements. I thought his top was just like a sculpture. It was not moving. He was so Mm -hmm. smooth. You never would have known how crazy his feet were going down below. But there were moments where I think he did get off and... I maybe could have used a bit more, like, energy out of him, but it was still a good performance. Yeah, I agree. Like, it was good, but not great. Left me wanting a little more still. I feel like it was still an improvement from the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was, like, generally kind of fun, but just, like, didn't quite nail it. Didn't crush it. Like, it was good. Yeah. I don't know. I also kept getting distracted for some reason, maybe because it wasn't really doing enough for me. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept thinking, because last week Whitney told us she was pregnant. And then I was thinking about all the like twisting and turning and craziness Whitney has been doing this whole season, even though she's been pregnant the whole time. <laughs> and I was thinking about my morning sickness. And I was like, wow, she really is incredible. I can't believe she's done this. So I was kind of distracted. Were we not doing um, quick steps in New York City when you were early stages of pregnancy? New York City was rough. (laughs) I could barely walk through Times Square. And Whitney is out here just dancing her little heart out. She's incredible. I mean, wow. So... Women yeah. are amazing. Could not agree more. Wayne You're fine. A... <laughs> Wayne sees a score of 36 out of 40, straight nines. And then speaking of amazing women, we get a Cheryl Burke farewell dance. Chris, you tuned in for this. Let's get your thoughts on this dance. It was a fine dance. There wasn't enough about her and then the production just drew my ire so I don't like even have memories of the dance itself because I was so mad about how it was done yeah when the end cut away to a wide shot where you could like barely see Cheryl and instead we mostly saw silhouettes of audience members yeah and then the dance ends Cheryl is about to, like, take a bow to her adoring crowd, and we just cut to close-ups of crowd members. Horrible. Like, prolonged, not that enthusiastic shots of crowd members. And then Tyra comes in 
and sounds just unenthusiastic, but she's like, wow, Cheryl, you're like my first memories of Dancing with the Stars. You're just, you're so great. I love you, Cheryl. And I'm like, Tyra, this is not yours. You don't get to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, I hate her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she, like, watching today, why why am I emotional at this? <laughs> Just let it out, man. It's been a weekend, you guys. It like It's been a weekend. For all of us. Um Reach. Watching her like acting like this is her institution that she gets to preside over. Yeah. And like say goodbye to Cheryl. And she's like, Wow, you're the longest serving pro, you're this. And I'm like who had the close relationship with Cheryl? Tom Bergeron. Who was the father to Cheryl? Tom Bergeron. And here, like, think about the farewell he would have given her. Oh, I mean, you can't even think about it because it's just... Yeah, don't go there. Too emotional. And, and just to, like, watch this show where I'm like, this is a facsimile of what I used to watch, where it's presided by this person that is actively actively terrible and it's like ruining this thing that i loved and it was so hard going back because i was like katie i was texting you tonight and i was having so much fun texting you and we were like talking about the dances because spoiler alert i watched all four freestyles and i was like saying so many things and overanalyzing and then tyra would start speaking and i was like this isn't mine i know it's horrible it's so hard i know I know, Chris. Why did you make me do this? I don't feel like I made you do You anything. did. You texted me. It's the Cheryl goodbye. And I was like, then I must. Yeah, you specifically asked me to text you when it was the Cheryl goodbye. But I feel obligated due to our relationship. <laughs> I know. felt... Katie is not a person who likes to suffer alone. Yeah, yeah, that is <laughs> the truest <laughs> definition of Katie Clay. Oh, Megan, did Thank we you. tell you? Did we tell you what the plan? We had a plan if Charlie had lost today. Did, are you familiar with what the plan was? To do an episode next week. <laughs> no, to literally record for a minute and then suffer alone. <laughs> That we were going to literally just come on and say, Charlie lost. See you we later. We can't talk about it. Goodbye. I mean, I wouldn't have been around long, that's for sure. <laughs> Are you Katie earlier? <laughs> like, I don't know if I make it through an episode of Charlie Loses. So we were all on the same page. We had we so many all. plans going today. There were so many text messages and phone calls exchange of just panic. and But we're all okay. So... After the Cheryl montage, then we checked out the middle weeks, which was weeks, I don't even know, like five through seven or something like that. And we watched more people dance. Then we went on to Charlie <laughs> DiBellio. Yeah, that was worth, that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I couldn't even tell you who danced. It was like. No. That's because there were 13,000 people on the show this season. Yeah. But anyway, then we moved on to Charlie and Mark's redemption jive to groan. 
They originally performed their jive week five and scored a 38. Len and Bruno did give their original dance tens. Megan, how did you feel about this jive? I mean, surprise, surprise, it was perfect. Yep. It was just so good. I was obsessed with the pink and black fringe pants I yes not take my eyes off of them they were just like the fringe was moving so perfectly it was, it was mesmerizing it was literally like like obviously fringe pants so one leg was hot pink and one leg was black that's perfect it was stunning it was so good Great dance. Phenomenal. She crushed it. Surprise, surprise. How did, you, how did you feel knowing that she had dances that scored lower and they chose a jive as her redemption? I mean, it did feel kind of weird because yeah. like Katie said, it literally got a 38. So I was like, I don't really feel like she had a lot of redemption. Yeah. Did the show but... try to justify it? No, it was basically just carrying on was like I chose the jive for you guys. And I think she- that's like Carrie Ann said it was because when she saw it the first time, like she didn't think there was enough like personality, and that's like the only thing we were missing. Yeah, like, yeah. She literally gave it a nine. I think she did okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. absolutely loved this drive i felt like it was so much fun i absolutely loved the choreography everything about the routine was impeccable that she was doing like her kicks and flicks for good she was sassy but then it also had like a sensuality to it too Mm -hmm. and was kind of like sensual at times and just her arms were incredible and you don't think of arms being utilized a ton in a drive but like everything that they were doing was just wonderful and i truly did have a moment where i was like okay i have tried to psych myself up to be okay with other people winning and i cannot accept anyone other than her because this jive is just so gd good it's just so good i know i've said a million times it's so hard to accept anyone else winning not only because charlie is perfection and so good also, I love Mark so much, and his choreography has been so incredible all season. Mm-hmm. And you watch this amazing drive again, and he brings this just perfect choreography, and you're like, they both deserve it. You can't you cannot tell me someone else wins. And thankfully I don't have to. <laughs> thankfully they don't. <laughs> so to nobody's shock, it scores a 40 out of 40. Of course. And then, like, Selma Blair gets to do a contemporary. Of course. I should have realized she's the solo. And, like, I get it, but I'm also just like, but why? Why do we just let her get to do a contemporary just because she wants to? You know? Because she wants to, and she has MS, and that's it, Katie she gets to do anything she wants yeah there are no rules after that duh <laughs> i don't know 
I don't know. I was, I mean, of anyone to get a solo, I was like, she's the only one I am willing to watch, but like, it wasn't necessary by any means. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, if it's gotta be, gotta be someone, glad it's her. Yeah. Glad it's her. She did look great, so, you know. Congrats. And Jordan Sparks was singing Nowhere live. Yeah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff, you know. She got her contemporary. Congrats. And then we move along to Gabby Bundy and her partner Val doing a cha-cha-cha. I like it like that. Their original was in week three and it scored a 33. So, Megan, did you like it like that? I did. I was in this one just slightly distracted at times because her legs are just like so long. <laughs> I just kept staring at her legs being like, my, like they are so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm in a weird spot today. Very distracted by the legs. Very focused on legs. Was, like, the legs looked good. <laughs> you would have loved Kim legs for Days Johnson. She was Ugh. a pro that had the best legs. I would have. I can't get enough. It's just like... I, she She's tall, so I'm like, surely it works. But I'm like, I feel like that girl is three-fourths legs <laughs> and one-fourth, like, upper body. <laughs> Torso and above. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, there's so much lag. These skinny little things. But they were, I mean, they were moving. It was good. There were just, like, a couple moments. And maybe this is just because I was judging her so harshly this week. And, like, so <laughs> afraid of her beating Charlie. So I was yeah. being critical. Yeah. But there were, like, a few movements where I was like, I feel like she could hit that a little harder. Oh, yeah. But overall, it was very good. And she did great, obviously. Uh, I was trying to get a little critical. I felt like loss. <laughs> you maybe liked it a bit more than I did because I felt like I was finding flaws in it beyond just like okay. she could hit that movement better. Like there were just times where I felt like her face kind of went out of it a little bit and you could kind of tell that she was thinking about what was coming next. And mm-hmm. I just didn't think she was like super connected and in the moment. So I also I. It felt like her timing was just a hair off from Val's, like a half of a second delayed or something like that. But it did not look perfectly in sync with him. So I felt like I saw some things and I was like, okay, Charlie is undeniably better than her. And I feel okay with that. Absolutely. I'm not mad at anything you said. I'm fully ready to agree to all of it. I mean, I definitely, definitely ended and I didn't feel like she, like, 100% crushed it. Yeah. I was like, that wasn't perfect mm-hmm. for me. But I thought she did very good, obviously. So, nonetheless. Scores of 40. I just thought it was perfect. Gave her a 40 out of 40. And I was like, I wish that wasn't the case. Give me a little bit of hope here, but we're it's going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, it's going to crack their fingers. 
then we looked back at like the last two weeks and we had the last mm-hmm. four eliminated couples and I honestly paid no attention to any of this because this is when I started frantically texting like anyone who I thought would be willing to do it and was like, I need you to text 21523 and send them the name Charlie 10 times. Thank you so much. So I did not pay attention to anything that happened there. And then we had our lens segment of seeing his look back or him look back on his time in the ballroom. And it was sweet. And he had like a talking head. Chris, I know you watched this segment. So did you feel like this was a decent send off? Len has always felt old. But I didn't realize how young he looked in the early days. I didn't realize <laughs> compared how to now. thin he is now. Like, yes. his face yes. and some of the older shots, I was like, oh my god. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy to watch. Because, like, I haven't seen the early seasons, obviously. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh my god, look at Len. <laughs> Spry, young man. I, I think they did a good job of hitting a lot of older stuff, newer stuff, some yeah. funny Len bits. They avoided anything, like, controversial or, like, argument moments. or. Yeah. But I loved that they had some Master P stuff. They did make it clear, like, he would get booed a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I was saddened at this time, but it's going to get better. When we got one shot of Dance Center, and it was like, only one? That's a crime. But they had a couple, like, silly Len bits. They didn't have the Dance Master vanity plate, which I was sad about. Mm -hmm. uh, Because that's, like, an iconic thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe only because of the EW.com recaps where Annie Barrett made the Dance Master license plate just iconic. Yeah. Yeah. or, like, no Jaunty Savan. We didn't hear from Len the Ten, anything no. like that. Um, but it, it it was a good segment, and hearing him talk about what the show meant to him was great. I hated looking at what Tyra was wearing. I hated her talking to him. Mm-hmm. But I loved, I loved this. I loved hearing him talk about the other judges, too. That was sweet yes. to hear yes. him give them such a heartfelt shout-out and to really acknowledge... At first, I thought he wasn't going to talk about Derek at all. I thought he was just going to talk about Carrie and Bruno because they were the two. Yeah. It was sweet. And then they give Len his very own mirror ball, and that was sweet. So it was was lovely. It was a lovely little send-off for him. That trophy is just plastic. But it means so much. And then we moved along to the all-important freestyle round. We started off with Wayne and Whitney doing a freestyle to Get Up and 24 Karat Magic. Megan, how did this freestyle make you feel? Did you want to get up and dance along? Or was this 24 Karat garbage? (laughs) It didn't make me want to get up, but that could have a lot to do with my physical condition, realistically, because I did enjoy it. (laughs) It was fun. I mean, obviously, like, 
He was into it. Great energy. He was given a great performance, as Wayne always does. So not a lot of shock there. I mean, I enjoyed it. I wasn't, like, obsessed with it, you know? But I was like, that was, it was fun. It was fun. Chris, for the first time on a Quick Step Reaction pod, we do get to pose the question to you. How did you find this dance? I was very unimpressed. And this is your only... Yeah. My only time watching Wayne, I was wildly underwhelmed. Like, he started, and it was good. Then there was so much Whitney. Yeah. And then I was like, what are we even doing? It didn't feel like there was any dancing. There was that segment, they were in, like, a triangle, and they were, like, doing small foot motions. But it... I was just like, this isn't exciting. Yeah, it felt underwhelming to me. I would agree with that. I do think he did a good job, like how Megan said. He did go out there and he gave it a lot of energy, and I think he did it well. But it it felt kind of hodgepodgey, I guess, as an mm-hmm. overall freestyle to mm-hmm. me. It just didn't seem to showcase Wayne. Like, you're talking about his performance and his energy, and I'm like... I didn't feel, even though he was front and center, it didn't feel like a showcase spotlight. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I was shocked by the score. I was too. I don't know. I mean, in my couple of season experience, I just assume the freestyles are getting a perfect score. So, yeah. That's why I wasn't shocked. Rarely do they not now in this era that we're in which there are two of them that i would not give a perfect score to good i'm assuming this is one of them just for funsies is that everything we have to say about wayne's freestyle yeah do you want to score it the judges have their scores katie claire knob eight megan shepherd huff Nine. Chris Dockham Goodman. Eight. Who's got quick math? Just kidding. (laughs) Eight, eight, nine. That totals something. That's a 25. 25 out of 30. Can you believe it? This podcast, famously good at math, was actually good at math. Woohoo! Yeah. So then we moved on to another Len Len segment where it was a special surprise for Len and they had a bunch of past contestants come on and talk about Len's impact and it was absolutely delightful. They had a ton of early faces on. So we saw um, Drew Lachey, Jerry Springer, Jerry Rice, Kenny Mayne, Sean Johnson, Helio Castronoves, Christy Yamaguchi, Kelly Osborne, Donald Driver, Leah Romani, Derek Huff, Carrie Ann, and Bruno. Whew. It was Ooh. great to hear all the Len love. It was. It was sweet. Chris, did you love having Jerry Rice and Kenny Mayne back to back? The fact that we got shots of like shirtless Len we had face glitter and Kenny Maine's line <laughs> like I, I wrote I actually wrote this down because I screamed at it let's hear it um, so 
Kenny Mayne <laughs> Kenny Mayne said like the the royals and the ancients for him, which makes sense because Len is royal and ancient. <laughs> and that was the level of like Kenny and Len that I would expect. It was so good. Uh-huh. I loved that Leah and Leah Remini's Chiron on the bottom of the screen, she was listed not only as a contestant and former guest judge, but she was listed as co-host, which made me scream because I think she did it like twice. Yep. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so I loved that. Now, time for a qualm. Okay. We expected it last week. And I'm just going to reiterate. In the first lens segment, we did get it, like a shot that had a pretty close-up of Aaron and Len. Yeah. We saw Tom's back in one shot. Yeah. There was no Tom Bergeron. No. I really had hope that he would be maybe, like, the final one that they I... would show. Just to hear a, like, hey, Lenny, mm-hmm. welcome to retire. You know, just, just yes. a line. A line. I... I got the sense it wasn't going to happen because Tom tweeted about Len uh-huh. the other day and like said something really sweet. And I was like, mm, he's not going to be on the show. And yeah. I'm not surprised because again, that was such an acrimonious breakup. Yeah. But it, like, how, how do you not reach out to him? And if you're Tom, like you might hate the show, but you don't hate Len. I know. Like, Tom wouldn't say no to, like, filming five seconds for Len. Absolutely not. So that means the show didn't go to him. The bridge was burned, man. Bridge was burned. Fork them. In the words of Wendy Williams, death to all of them. They don't want to bring him up because we'll all be too mad about how freaking garbage Tyra is. They don't want to remind us. Trust me, every time she opens her mouth, it's all the reminder I need. That's the worst. We did move along to truly just an absolutely breathtaking freestyle. It was Charlie D'Amelio and her partner, Mark Ballas, doing a freestyle to us again. Chris? Do you want to start us off with your thoughts? Had you seen the short film that this music came from? Absolutely not. No, I saw on Instagram that they both said to go watch it. And I was like, I need to do that. Haven't done it yet. Still on the list. So. It's called us again, Katie. <laughs> I I was wondering. I was like, that doesn't feel correct but um so us again it i'm trying to remember what movie that's right it uh played in front of raya and the last dragon um so it did remind me a lot of the short in certain ways because i mean obviously the way the music is structured that it really is a storytelling piece of music that uh Mm -hmm. the style changes tempos change Mm -hmm. all sorts of things um so it it did remind me a lot of that but watching it 
I was just blown away by the number of styles they incorporated, that it felt like, as somebody who has watched one Charlie D'Amelio dance this season, it's like, wow, <laughs> it's, it's, yep, it's really a capper of her entire journey, of all the styles she's learned, of all these things that it's incorporating them, which to have the freestyles Katie and I talk about a lot, not necessarily on the pod, uh, because we don't want to spoil, but um, the Zendaya freestyle and Sean's All-Stars freestyle both incorporate a lot of moves from throughout the season. So it was like that. Watching it, did it feel longer than the other freestyles? I feel like to some extent, yes, but it's also hard to judge because it did, like you talked about, like the music does change so often in things that it did feel like it was three to five different dances within a dance as well. I mean, it felt like a four minute long dance to me. It was so packed with moves, with style, with content. I was just like, how are they doing this much? How is it this clear? I mean, I was just, it was She's great. She's I've always loved her. We love Charlie. We love her so much. Megan, were you also blown away? Of course I was. I just love that Mark decided to keep it like so simple with like the set and everything and was like, we're just going to dance and tell this story. And like, we don't need any thrill and thrill and like, this is what we're doing. I thought it was amazing. I love that it was dedicated to both of them falling back in love with dance. It was just, it was breathtaking. It was beautiful. I might have cried. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. Katie, does that remind you of when Max did his final freestyle with uh, Meryl and part of it was about like his journey about recapturing oh yeah Ugh. absolutely it did I just I absolutely loved everything about this the package made me emotional the dance made me emotional it's exactly like Chris said it truly was just so packed with content yeah. and with movement and it was I was terrified after it got done because it was such a breathtakingly beautiful piece of art, mm -hmm. but it wasn't thrilling and it wasn't lights out. And some of the best freestyles have this element of, oh my God, how are they doing this? Can things go off the rails? But the thing with Charlie is she just has such a presence to her when she's out there that I don't know what you can give her that's going to feel like it could go off of the rails and so I was very nervous that was this enough and I specifically that was the first thing that I texted Chris when it got done was just is this enough I think the risky thing about it is how much content there was but that's not necessarily something that feels big and risky. Again, to compare mm -hmm. it to Zendaya's, which I said to you at the time, I was like, this feels like Zendaya's. And unfortunately, it was like a summation of everything she did well, but it didn't have like that one punch moment. Mm -hmm. It was, 
I don't necessarily agree that it wasn't thrilling. I I said this in text to you. It was one of the best dances I've ever watched. It's not necessarily one of the best freestyles because it doesn't have like an iconic moment. Like the Sean gets on Derek's shoulders and tumbles. Like, I I mean, Meryl and Max doing a contemporary and then he like does the pickup and spin her and she Mm -hmm. like goes to kiss him at the end, but does it like just some of those goosebump moments doing a country Western freestyle this didn't have that it was just what if we did the most content that's ever been seen in a dance even more than the most content heavy dance ever which was mark's jordan's jive (laughs) we picked the same song just not the same jive (laughs) (laughs) it truly it was an absolutely wonderful freestyle. I loved everything that they did. Megan, aren't you glad that I watched the dances? Because now I'm just, like, talking forever. You have a lot of thoughts, but it's to be expected. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess we're not best friends. Listen, I appreciate it. You're very articulate. I walk away from most of Charlie's dances, and I'm just, like, literally speechless. She takes my breath away. So you're saying I'm thoughtful and an expert and almost like a head judge? Well, Katie's the head judge. Almost like one, but just not quite there. So, you know. Keep trying. Mark gets emotional when they go up and talk to Alfonso. Just everything about it is just so sweet. I love this partnership. It does, in fact, see a score of 40 out of 40. As it should. Underscored. And now these judges have their scores. Katie Claire Narber. Ten. Megan Shepard Huff. Thirty-five. Chris Dockham Goodman. Would that I had an eleven. Ten. So, what's the math on that? Fifty-five out of thirty. <laughs> Still underscored. <laughs> And then we move on to Gabby Windy and her partner, Valentin Shermakovsky, doing a freestyle to saw block tango. Some might call it a risky move. Judges, do we think it paid off? Well, Katie, you haven't spoken first yet, so why don't you yes, tell us your thoughts? Us. Was this one guilty or innocent? I would find this one guilty of not being good enough. I felt like it was missing something. I think it was maybe a touch too ambitious for her or something. I did not think that she was fully in it and fully connected to it. I did appreciate that they did it with like an all male troupe. I think that was Mm -hmm. smart. I think it was a great way to keep the attention on her. I think it was a novel attempt, but I just, I don't, it was a risky move and it didn't pay off in my opinion. I would agree. I I mean, you tell me we're going to see a freestyle cell block tango and immediately I have very high expectations. Yep. So that didn't help. 
because I was like oh my god that's gonna be incredible Mm -hmm. but then it wasn't but it was like good it's not like bad yeah I just like I I don't know I was missing something I just I wanted more yeah throughout the season was Gabby like a tango queen no Okay, then I don't understand why you do this, because watching it, I was like, okay, so it's a, like, tango-Argentine, tango hybrid, uh, with props and a troupe. Like, it wasn't a freestyle. It was just a tango. Yep. So I I wasn't... With no cool lifts or anything, you know? It just did tango lifts. Yeah. So I, I, that's the only way I was going to justify it was if she was like iconically tango, but I couldn't remember that from the season. Nope. I mean, I think she she did good at at least one of the tangos, but like certainly not iconic. The Argentine was when she had to dance with Alan. So she didn't have the opportunity to do it with Val. And then her other tango was not memorable enough for me to be able to describe it right now. I think it was last week. I think last week's was, or no, was last week the Paso? Paso. I don't remember. I don't know. One of the tangos, I don't remember which one. One of them was like fine. Either way. Certainly it, not a tango queen. Certainly it, not a tango It just queen. didn't make sense to me. Like the And the coolest part of it was the big line where she was like paired up with Val and all the men were behind Val and they were doing a yeah. kick like thing together but that again wasn't like wow look at gabby it was look at this oh yeah um i was excited for that part too i thought it was gonna be super cool i was like oh i like what like in the package you see them get all in that line i was like oh i feel like that's gonna be super cool and then it wasn't again Mm -hmm. everything just kept under delivering yeah so i was i was unimpressed with it and then i had the ability because i wasn't watching anything else I watched back the end several times, so I've, I do I've know what happened. It. Yep, I do too. You explain yeah, it. Was it her heel? Like, yeah. So they're her doing was like pinned up. Yep, they're doing a spin on the floor, and when she bends her leg, it gets caught on one of the fringe petals of her dress. So when Val tries to pull her up, my guess is they might either be doing a lift or something. She cannot lift. She cannot unbend that leg yep it it cannot go forward so it's like an awkward trying to get her up and then you can tell they frantically because she needs to get in front of the cage which is going to close behind her and separate from val but she now can only hop on one leg to get forward so it is an incredibly awkward five seconds where mm-hmm. they can barely get her up and then they can't figure out how to get her where she needs to go. Because you can yeah. see she tries to put that foot straight down and that's where like the kind of stumble forward comes from where Val almost like catches her at the last second. Yeah, it's, she almost fell. It's not great. No. That's what I thought. It was the very end and they didn't have to go too much because like her leg was literally like trapped yes yes like i don't know what you could have done other than literally stop yeah nothing nothing 
Like, she couldn't get it out. So I was like, okay. Made it for a super awkward ending, but, like, thank God yeah. it was nearly over because that would have been... I don't know. I truly do not know what they would have done if that was, like, the beginning because I really... You would have, have, you would have had to stop if they're them, unhook her, and then hope that you can figure out where you are in the routine and get to them. Um, Is that, like, costume malfunction, would that be enough to take off a point? Yes. I don't know. Yes. It's the end, and it's not their fault. That's that's what's tough. I don't know. I mean, it was an awkward recovery, but I also feel like they were doing their very best, like, what else could they do to recover? I don't know. But then it also becomes a question. Let's say Gabby wins because she gets a perfect score here. Right. And it's like, well, she shouldn't have because look at her freestyle. It's not perfect. Would that have felt right? No. No. Yeah. So so the judges give it 40s. And the judges have their scores. Get a clear knob. Nine. Megan Shepard Huff. Nine. Chris Dockham Goodman. Eight. That's why it's like, I give her nine, not even just from the ending. I give her a nine based mm-hmm. on the dance as a whole, you know? Yeah. That's where I was trying to decide how much that ending weighed. And I was like, the end does weigh for me. But I, like comparing it to Wayne's, it's the same level. I have the same level of disappointment. Yeah. It wasn't even a. It wasn't an incredibly good tango as is. No. When then they go to the skybox and Val says that Jenna choreographed it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Interesting choice. That's because Val's good at tangos. I know, like, and like there was and like it's. I don't know, it's just like the finale and it's their freestyle, so I was like, it just feels weird for her to, like, step in now. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Weird choice. Now, we should do exactly like the show did. Maybe not at this time, but it's time to start teasing a big announcement at the end. Yeah. Big announcement. We have a big big announcement announcement coming. The show had a big announcement about the tour, but we can't tell you what it is, but we have big tour announcements coming, and we're going to yeah. talk about it multiple times. I mean, I kept t- turning the show off big. by the time they did that, and yeah. I would wait for Katie to text me again for, like, here's the next thing that I need to tune in for, but... But... Our final freestyle of the evening, it is Shangela and her partner, Natasha... Doing a freestyle to Survivor, Call Me Mother. I felt so emotional at this package and listening to the two of them talk about how much they mean to each other. So, Chris, how about... I feel like you should kick us off with this freestyle. Yeah. So, I have seen... As has been well-established... I have gotten to see Shangela live and it was, it was electric. Like truly being in a room with Shangela performing. It, I mean, it's fire. It is, it's something else. I can only imagine. 
And when this freestyle starts and there's like spoken word things of like, all right, Shan, like all these things, that is literally how one of her numbers that she performed started. I was like, she clearly like put together this mix. She clearly like dictated it. I mean, she was clearly choreographing things in it. I mean, yeah. it was not a dance. It was like Shangela doing what she does with other people doing the same moves. It was it was a drag number. I yeah. had the most fun watching it. It was fun having uh, one of her were here co-stars. Eureka was there, and then Shangela's drag sister, Laganja Estranja, was there. Unfortunately, like, Laganja, who would be an incredible cast member on Dancing with the Stars, because the way she performs is much like Shangela, and just, like... And so, like, Laganja felt like she was holding back some and not doing what Laganja does well, but that's because, like, she can't pull focus. But, uh, like, Shangela was doing... She just completely did a Shangela number, and it felt just right. I was so excited for her... I, I had a lot of fun. I mean, she clearly, she got to do, like, jokes in the middle. She had the chicken wing. She had, like, it was just Shangela doing a number she would do at a club. And let me tell you, I'd expect to see it. If you go to a drag club, she'll probably do this number or something almost like it on a stage. Guaranteed. Yeah, she should. Absolutely. It was so much fun to watch. It was so nice to get to see her truly just, like, living her best life, having so much fun out there. You could tell, like, she was the moment. She is the icon. Like, she was the shining star. It was fun to see Glub in drag being a good sport about all of it. Like, it just, it was so much fun to watch her. I agree. It's like, this is why we wanted to see Shangela make it to the finale. We knew she was going to deliver in a freestyle and it was going to be like so high energy, so fun, like a whole performance. And she did not disappoint in any way. Mm-mm. It was over the top. It was phenomenal. She was living her best life. It was kind of fun to, for me to watch because I was like, this has no connection to ballroom or Latin styles at all. No. Uh, but yet it feels appropriate for her to do here. Like, usually, I like, you know, we have opinions about, say, disco freestyles, about uh, hip-hop freestyles, where it's things that don't have much connection to what they've done unless they throw in some occasional moves. This was one where you didn't see any of that, but it still felt, wow, look at you dance. Look at you go. Yeah. I think because it was something that, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to sound, like, bad, but it wasn't hip-hop. It wasn't some sort of, like, mainstream dance style. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a drag show. It was drag-styled dancing. So it was something that was just completely unique and completely, obviously, authentic and representative of her. Mm -hmm. And so it felt more appropriate than, say, dare I say it, Stacey Keebler doing a disco freestyle. Or Melissa Rycroft doing hip-hop. Yeah, it it didn't feel completely out of left field. It was like, mm-hmm. yes, this is 
it would have been a shame if Shangela wasn't able to go out there and do that. Mm -hmm. Aren't you glad, Katie and I discussed this on the phone earlier, aren't you glad it wasn't a slow contemporary where Shangela was in boy drag? Yeah. Yeah. That is something we discussed. We had talked about like how how impactful would it have been because we haven't really dived super deep into the fact that this truly is at its core a male male partnership and yeah. how, like obviously how wonderful it was to watch JoJo last season and wouldn't it have been kind of cool to have Shangela do like a dance just as as DJ. Right? DJ, okay, DJ, as DJ, and to go out there and just have a true, like, male-male dance that looked maybe a hair more masculine. Like, imagine, Chris said it, imagine a two-matador pasta doble. Like, do that in the semifinal. Do that in the semifinal. But I, but I also, I will say, Katie, I have reflected since, because I was actually, I understand why Shangela didn't say anything. I was kind of hoping after their drag number and Shangela was like, see, this is like the power of authenticity, blah, blah, blah. I was hoping Shangela was going to say something about Colorado Springs. She did. She did oh, she did. Her, after her after first. Okay. the redemption dance. She okay, did. great. Because yeah. it felt like it should have gone there. And I was like, yeah. honestly disappointed. I'm so glad she did then. Yep. Never and mind. She, like, absolutely made a point like kind like she didn't shush Alfonso or anything but like Mm. you could definitely tell like they were absolutely anticipating giving her that moment and she took advantage Mm -hmm. of it and she Mm -hmm. did it in such an uplifting and hopeful way and it was wonderful okay because like that theme I guess then carried on to after the freestyle but I was like why don't you push it over the line and it's because she already did okay that makes me feel so much better because yeah. it felt it felt necessary there because yeah. like this is stupid i mean i am a white cis man like we don't need to hear more from us in the lgbtq community but like here is a person of color and obviously shangela is a cis man but like is a drag queen and and embraces that and embraces that femininity and it helps to give voice to that and and to see that represented on such a big way to these people. And I know we're not getting serious, but here I am because this is what's on my mind and I'm not good enough to like not do this. So I'm going to just do it. And I'm sorry for taking over your guys's podcast for nope. me. Nope. But like, We want to give you this moment. This is a safe space. You share how you feel. Like how many people, and then we have to announce the winner. But yeah, but like how many people are probably watching this show on Disney Plus, thinking that what happened this weekend was fine? How many people are probably watching this, like not condoning the violence, but like who think the groomers, the oh drag queens are a scourge on our nation? Uh, Like we Mm -hmm. believe in the anti-trans bills, we believe in Florida's like gay bills we believe in like no more teachers as gay like it how many people watching this believe those things and how many people had to either a had to begrudgingly sit through shangela doing a drag number on for them 
and how many people watched that and were like, wow, I would never have this. And I know it's not enough, but what if they are just ever so slightly like now they know someone now they might've been like, wow, that was so much fun. I enjoyed watching that. Does that change hearts and minds? I mean, it's not enough. I still hate all of them. I hate them all. I hope they all burn in hell where they belong. But if that could do a little bit of good in this world, then I say Shangela, hallelujah, Miss Laquifa Wadley. Amen, brother. Amen. The judges have their scores. Katie Clay and Arbor. Ten. Megan Shepard Huff. Ten. Chris Dockham Goodman. Ten. We agreed with the judges score. 40 out of 40, 30 out of 30. And then we, I don't even know, they like kind of talked to Len a little bit. We finally have a package of all the contestants talking about what the season meant to them. We have the big announcement reveal, which is that Gabby is going on tour and she will be in absolutely every city that the show goes into. And Charlie will be in select cities with Heidi, Daniel, and Vinny. And we have a big announcement coming up soon as well. Yeah, even bigger than this. Big. Big. So then Tyra tells us that they this season received the most votes ever. And then we have a good luck package. And then we have all of our contestants lined up in fourth place. We have Shangela and Gleb. Who are ushered immediately off the stage. Yes. In third place, we have Wayne and Whitney. Who are immediately ushered off the stage. And then we have Which, Gabby and... We'll, we'll get to that. Let's go ahead and eulogize them now, because that's what the show should have done. Take yeah. one less package of nonsense so that you can be like, okay, let's say goodbye to these couples and then yeah. set up a big climactic final two. So, would you like to eulogize any more of Shangela? Yeah, I feel like just saying, like, exactly what you said. I'm so proud of her for coming on the show. She's been such a delight, and just, I think she has done, like, the drag community justice. I think that she has really authentically shown just, like, a new chapter to a lot of people, and I've loved every moment of getting to know her. She is wonderful and i loved her partnership with club i agree i'm glad she was here i love just bringing the representation but then also in general she has a beautiful spirit and a light about her she was a joy she made me so happy to watch i loved her i'm glad y'all liked her the way that i hoped you would Mm -hmm. me too a little nervous knowing how much you loved her (laughs) oh god what if we don't but how could you not we love shangela she is absolutely infectious you have to love her because she's just such a light too you know she's so joyful and hopeful and even when she's talking about you know negative things that have happened she just puts such a wonderful spin on everything Mm mm-hmm I got to ask a Q&A of her and like she just basically turned it into life advice but it was just with such a like spark and sass and like lightness ugh queen amongst queens I love you Shangri 
uh, Wayne. <laughs> I mean, I did. I really did enjoy Wayne. I think it is maybe a little unfortunate that he wasn't able to quite meet or exceed some of the expectations that were set earlier in the season. I honestly think he just was stretched too thin and i think if he maybe could have given this show like more of a priority i think he would have had a different season yeah he definitely might be right it's like in general i enjoyed him he's absolutely a good performer sad i think he peaked too soon and then just like kind of started dropping off from there so it's definitely a bit of a disappointment in that but he was still a great addition yeah, I appreciate his vulnerability. I mean, he did, there were multiple packages where he cried, and I think it was really powerful to have a black man on TV showing emotion and being vulnerable, and yeah, I really appreciated that from him. Yeah. And then, then there were two. In the old days of the show, they would say, like, all right, here's this couple. Let's give a brief summary of your journey. Did the viewers reward you? Other one will do the same thing. Are you going to get the mirror ball? And instead, Tyra's like, okay, here are our final two couples. And the winner is. And I was like, what? I truly, though, like, you say that, but it felt like it was 30 minutes of me anxiously sitting there, <laughs> barely able to breathe, wondering who, how it was going to happen. Oh, Katie, then I'm glad we weren't together when Meryl and Max were announced, because <laughs> when they did that, and then I had to sit through, like, Aaron talking about, okay, Amy and Derek let's tell about you. And I'm like, please no, please no. And uh, like Tyra also does it in a style that's like the America's Next Top Model eliminations, like fourth places, Shangela and Gleb. It should have been like fourth places, Shangela and Gleb, congratulations. Like, all right. And our winner is this. And instead it was like, and the winner is. So it was, it was, it it was just like, there was no joy in it. No, it doesn't hit nearly the same. It's not fun. No. But in the end, our girl reigned supreme. We had Charlie D'Amelio and Mark Ballas lifting that mirror ball trophy. Mark looked so happy. Charlie looked overjoyed. I mean, it... She looked, like, shocked, too. She did. She could barely... like speak in an excited way because she just seemed like completely overwhelmed she could barely touch it like when they went over to like waste the mirror ball (laughs) like she looked terrified girl you deserved this i hope she is just on cloud nine she was wonderful in the end it went exactly as we all knew it would do you want to eulogize gabby windy Gabby Wendy was a surprise. She took a long time to grow on both me and Katie. Yeah. But in the end, 10 weeks later, I like her so much more than I ever thought I would. She's so incredibly talented. She's funny. So, like, good job, Gabby. Yeah, total goofball. It was a yeah. it was a joy to get to watch you dance. 
is she basically just a victim of being on a season with Charlie? Like, do you think you would have liked her more if not for that and the history of Bachelor Bachelorette contestants recently? I think the Bachelor Bachelorette contestant history does overshadow it even more for me, too. Like, I think even if she was on another season, I'd be like, well, I don't. Honestly, it really does just come down to Hannah Brown. If Hannah Brown doesn't win, I'm completely fine with Gabby winning. I didn't even watch Hannah Brown's season, and I'm not happy she won. Because who did she beat that she shouldn't have? I can't even remember. Did she beat Milo? No, that was Bobby Bones. No, that was Bobby Bones. Um, Hannah Brown, she beat... This is the last season I watched, so why do I not know? Um... Uh, she beat, uh, Kel came in second, Allie, Brooke, and Sasha came in third, and Lauren, Elena. Oh, it was because James Vanderbeek went home way earlier. Um, yeah, uh, well, James and Emma went home the week before. And James was the, James should have won that season. Looking at this cast, I'm like, I don't think I just really liked this cast yeah i mean you're not wrong i mean sean spicer makes it like entirely too far yeah like halfway through yeah but that's a different season charlie's our girl we love her she's amazing she is a light in this cold dark world and i just want nothing but joy and happiness for her Agreed. She was perfection. She was such a joy. We are so lucky we got to witness the magic she performed on that ballroom floor. I'm absolutely going to go back and watch like all of them. <laughs> nearly every dance she did many times for years to come. Oh, don't get me started on Mark. <sighs> Start on Mark. Start on Mark. We love him. He's obsessed. I want him to never leave. (laughs) He is one season later, immediately my favorite pro. Mm. Every now and then you might want him to leave. (laughs) Nope. No. Never again should he leave this show. Well, a wonderful way for him to come back and so deservedly and just everything he was doing out there was fantastic. Mark Ballas, Charlie D'Amelio, take a bow. Could not be a more deserving couple. So, clearly we know the winner was correct. In a perfect yeah. world, based on this finale, how would you have placed the couples? I think I'd literally just maybe switch out, like, Shangela and Wayne. I don't know if I can put Shangela in second. I think mm-hmm. Gabby should be second. I agree. I would have put Wayne in number four, though. Yeah. Yeah. Without Pretty having sure. watched round one, I mean, it, I, I've made it clear. Obviously, Charlie's freestyle was the best, but then it was Shangela. Yeah. Then, Gabby, uh, Gabby and then, then Yeah. Yeah. You're not 
wrong based on freestyle alone. <laughs> well, Chris, so. do you want to share our big announcement? We have a huge announcement. Huge. We are going to share an announcement in one segment, but first... (laughs) Wasn't that really funny? Yeah, so funny! I know that's not what you were setting up, but I still don't want to make the announcement yet. Uh, Well... Will you award award your jaunty Seven? Oh, Charlie. Charlie. And... Will you please award your jaunty Seven of the season? Oh, let me think about that one. That's that's a tough one. Like uh, the season as a whole, like yep. I have to it, think. It, back it, it can it can go to anyone. Like it could Every go to a it could go to the host. Wow. Ten wow. whole weeks, and it could go to the host. I think, or a departing judge. It could go to a departing judge. Listen, I know you're trying to move me in some kind of way, but I'm going to give it to Charlie, okay? Yeah, I am as well. <laughs> no 10 for Len. I'm sorry, Len. I love you so much, Len, but I have to give my John T. Seven to Charlie. I I suppose you could just give a 10 to Len. Chris. Well, absolutely. A because you have watched. Uh-huh. Who gets your John T. Seven of the freestyles? <sighs> It's Charlie. It, the problem is, like, I would love to be able to say I could give it to Shangela, but I, I can't. But you can't. They can't. Now I get it. I get Welcome it. Welcome to us every week of yeah. the season. And Chris, since you have watched this season, who do you give your John T. Seven of the entire Len. season Len. as Len. a whole? Len. Len Goodman. The dance master. There it is. Grumpy. Um... Before we sign off, just very succinctly, now that the great Disney Plus experiment has taken place, how how do you feel about it? Did it change the show? Do you have things you hope they improve? Where are we at? I think it absolutely... It didn't change the show at its core, but I think... It'll be interesting to see because I know that they're going to roll out like different levels of subscriptions and things like Mm -hmm. that. So I do Mm -hmm. think the commercial breaks are a necessary part of the format. And I think that there were pacing issues and it's just a bit too much to take in as a two hour product without a break. Um, But for the most part, I think the transition went fine. Did Alfonso help the show? Yes. Yes. But I do think he has a bit of improving to do himself. It, what is the one improvement you'd like Alfonso to make before next season? I need him to be more present in his interviewing. Interesting. Do you do you need him like Leah Remini level present or? <laughs> Would you accept, like, an Aaron-level present? I'd accept an Aaron-level present. Okay. Megan, what improvement would you like to see Alfonso make? I don't know. I liked him. I thought he did well. 
All right, so you're just you're pleased with Alfonso. I just think too, like in comparison to Tyra, he was so much better. Yeah. So I just enjoyed him so much for that. We like he's so like compared to Tyra, he is perfect. Yeah. Let me ask you an impossible question. What is the one thing, one positive change you'd like to see Tyra make before next season? What is one thing she has to do to improve? And only I think one it'd be thing. Great if she left. I think it'd be great if she... I just would want to stop being so dumb all of the time. Okay, so great. Those are actionable, reasonable things. Tyra. Yeah. Leave or stop being stupid. One or the other. Ideally, leave. Well, I think it's time for the big announcement. Just Meaningful Plastic Proper is returning to your airwaves on Thursday, January 5th. We decided we decided not to like show up during the holidays because you know you'll have things to do we have things to do there might be a baby by then but you won't necessarily know that because we're gonna pre-record some episodes so maybe the baby will already exist but Um, maybe some of those episodes will be recorded in the shepherd house because maybe aunt katie will be there loving on the baby oh if there's baby noise in the background, Katie, I'm not going to be okay with that, but we'll discuss that later. Um, yeah. So, Megan, you better quiet your baby. Uh, if take she care. comes to my house, I make no promises. Take, <laughs> take care of baby Charlie, please. Yeah. Sweet baby Charlie. Sweet, sweet baby Charlie. Um, but so on January 5th, you'll get the ninth edition of does, does Katie. Katie no no these celebrities, celebrities. <laughs> i should have let you lead you guys were so in sync there you guys really nailed that let's do it again katie lead it does, does katie, katie no, no these, these celebrities. celebrities now megan you may have Closer. noticed it didn't sound synced but if you listen back it will be perfect because you're getting it that's why i was like we can't get two people to we can't get both of you to do it alas all right now um, let's all three together (laughs) let's try it once let's try it once with me yes (laughs) katie let's try it again ready megan my story yes yes Does Katie know these celebrities? Nailed it. It's, 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 actually, it's actually not going to be that bad, you guys. <laughs> you nailed it. You should have seen our faces. I'm sorry, this is not a visual medium because the way we were all using our hands was just very fun. There it is. Um, so call to action. Megan, for a final time this season, please tell us all our social media handles. Go follow us on Instagram. What is it? JMP Don. JMP Pod. Oh, wait. No, no, no. there is a dot. There is a dot. Katie, Katie, that is Katie's fault. 
I was saying that, and she gave me a big nod no. Sabotage. So I know Megan, Megan, I know that is why Katie should not be the hunk of the podcast. Katie, you're fired as the hunk. You are not head judge. No, No, I'm not the hunk. I'm still head judge. Well, yeah, we were saying the hunk was the dark horse, which meant that you were the head judge at the last second, but you're not anymore. No, I'm still the head judge. No, I'm the head judge again. No, oh, that is not the conclusion that was supposed to go to. Okay, so I'm Megan, it was JMP. Head, so please follow us on Instagram at jmp.pod. On Twitter at jmppod. If Twitter still exists by the time you're listening. If you're still using Twitter despite... It's many, many flaws these days. <laughs> yep. And on Facebook, speaking of flaws. Yeah. And the very flawed Facebook. Is there an at? No. Do we do that on Facebook? Just meaningful plastic. handles <laughs> <laughs> there, right? No. Yep. Megan, you just aced that, if not for Katie Clay. <laughs> Yeah, not for Katie Clay trying to sabotage me, trying to make me look like a fool. Mm, You guys, I watched Elvis this week. What a wild movie. Still haven't seen it. Love it. The first 15 minutes, Baz Luhrmann is Baz Luhrmann. Katie, let's just say there is a moment where there is a slow close-up on Tom Hanks as he finds out that Elvis is white it is the funniest thing (laughs) it's just like wait he's white and like (laughs) camera like keeps going in it's it's hysterical all right i'm adding it to my list of things to watch it was enjoyable it's an enjoyable movie yeah Yeah. i mean it's 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 i couldn't tell if it was so bad it was good or if it was just good it's good. You love Kinda Elvis. Like cats. Just no, it to no, cats is perfect. <laughs> Still haven't seen it. And you, you mean never? You've got time. Um, you can also it. rate and review us like we just did of Elvis and Cats yeah. on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or on any podcatcher. And please subscribe so you hear us on January fifth without Megan. So sad. Very busy, you know, being a mom. So, mm-hmm. well, Thanks now, n- now that I've watched the show officially for like a few minutes, I have a question for both of you. Okay. Will you be tuning in next season? Time will tell. It's an awful long year. Yeah, time will tell. <laughs> Depends on the cast. That sweet, sweet it podcast money. Sweet, on, sweet. Depends on if there's a Len replacement. Depends on who's the pro returners. Like, you get Mark back. Yeah, I, I mean, that'd be hard to pass up. But, like, we didn't even, with, we didn't we even didn't talk even about the Cheryl the rumor. Yeah, I was just going to say, we didn't even talk about the fact because Cheryl said either like in her post or was an interview or something how like she would return to the show 
but only like as a host or judge. Oh, I don't oh, know. I if would I take her as a that. host. I don't know if I had seen that she had like officially said that. I thought it was just like a rumor of like would no, she want to take over for that? In an interview where she was like said like the door to the show in general isn't necessarily closed. Like yeah. she'd be open to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a different role, such as like I don't know if she said host or co-host technically, but whatever. Yeah. Or a judge. Okay. So talk about a potential land replacement. Yeah. I don't know if I want four again, though. I feel like the, I know. Katie and I, I know. were talking about that Louis. earlier today. Like, do you bring on Louie? Do you bring Julianne back? Do you not have anybody? <gasps> okay, Megan. It's just these three: Carrie Ann, Derek, and Bruno. Who's the head judge? Nobody. We're all equals. <gasps> That's it. That's that's the button. Say bye, queens. Bye, queens. Bye, queens.